Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor, and thanks for joining us as we look at Elimination Chamber 2023. Uh, still trying to take it all in, at least the uh, the main event. And uh, a lot of questions uh, that we may already know the answer to. But uh, man, oh man, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We're your uh, uh, podcast for a couple of radio stations, uh, FM 99 and 106.9 The Fox, located in Virginia. And you can find us uh, on those websites uh, under the media tab at FM99.com or 1069TheFox.com. We also have uh, social media, ESPR 99 on Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, if you want to contact us, uh, you can always email us at ESPR at FM99.com. Now, we also, uh, of course, uh, you're listening to us on the podcast app one way or another. SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Did I get them all? Google. You can find us. Just search ESPR Wrestling, uh, whatever podcast you're. Make sure you subscribe so you know when we, uh, we post new episodes. So that's always uh, comes in handy because a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we're going to look at uh, this episode, WWE's Elimination Chamber, which was a fantastic event. And uh, top to bottom, we'll run through the card. There's only one really big, well, actually a couple of big questions on this. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll start with uh, the opening match. And it was the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, and it was uh, the uh, six ladies. You had, uh, of course, Oscar. Uh, you knew you had Natalia, Carmella, and... Raquel Rodriguez, uh, Natalia Liv Morgan in the match. And uh, started off one and two, uh, Natalia and Liv Morgan kicking things off. And, uh, you know, Natalia getting a nice can of the pop there. And and out uh, the first of the pod after Natalia and uh, Liv Morgan went out was uh, Raquel Rodriguez, who, uh, man, some of the stuff she did. I mean, we know Raquel is strong, and, and Raquel is going to be a star. She's a star to make it. Not there yet, but going to get there over time. And uh, just the uh, the amount of strength and and the uh, you know the uh, sunset and, and uh, flipping to the the chains and everything else. Uh, a lot of chain spots in this match, and a lot of girls' heads uh, going through like the chain, and uh, just very physical in that. Nikki Cross came out next, and uh, you know Nikki being Nikki, and then you know doing the spot off the uh, top of the. Of the uh, the pods there, you had uh, Carmella out, and uh, in, in a vicious spot where you had Raquel Rodriguez uh, pick up Nikki Cross and put her through our Carmella's uh, pod, and then uh, pinning uh, Nikki Cross after that, and then uh, we went a few more minutes, and then all of a sudden all the eliminations came uh, hot and fast. Uh, you know, Oscar came into the match, and then you had uh, Liv Morgan getting double teamed by Natalia and Oscar. And uh, basically, uh, she didn't tap out because that's the beast that uh, Liv Morgan is now. But Liv uh, uh, passed out, so the ref uh, eliminated her from the match. And then you had our Carmella eliminating uh, Natalia as she had Asuka in a uh, sharpshooter. And then Asuka and Carmella uh, double-teamed uh, Raquel Rodriguez. So it was like a super kick party, if you will. And uh, they pinned her. Which was kind of a shock, and then uh, it didn't take long after that. Uh, Carmella tapped out to Oscar, uh, and now we know Oscar is going to face uh, Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. So that is going to happen. I-, I don't know if, if it's if it's a different Oscar. Is it heelish Oscar? You know what are we going to get? 
And uh, we will find out in the next uh, six weeks with uh, how, how this progresses and stuff. And that should be a great match. And uh, will Asuka get a WrestleMania win? She does not have a WrestleMania win, by the way. I wonder if that's something they will bring up. Are they just going to let uh, Bianca Belair do what she's uh, done as she's uh, been champion welcome WrestleMania time for uh, about, about a year? The next match, uh, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, and uh, very physical matches, you know, like, you know, these guys, at least Brock, you know, he's not paid by the hour. And, uh, you know, and are we, gonna, you know, do we want a 20-minute Brock match? You know, how's that going to look? I don't know. I mean, the dude can go. What I mean by that is, um, you know, he just gets it done quickly. You know, it's like him being in the Rumble. He doesn't need to be in the Rumble for 20 minutes. You know, he's going to come in and do his stuff, and, and it's done. Uh, Bobby had a couple of, uh, or I should say Brock had a couple of F5s of Bobby Lashley. Uh, didn't get the pin there. Uh, Bobby put the uh, hurt lock on Brock. Brock can get out of it, so he kicked back and got uh, Bobby in the man region, and that was a disqualification. That was a disappointing ending, so I don't know. Because you had Bray Wyatt challenging the winner. Uh, does that mean he gets Bobby Lashley or maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, is it going to be a three-way match, or are, are they just going to settle this at Mania between these two and you know, hell in the cell or no DQ match or something. Because uh, now we're getting to the point where this is going on for a long time. Uh, but they, that the ending was a lot down. But the, the part getting there was fine. It's like the journey was great. The destination stunk. You know. Uh, the next match was the mixed tag match. Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix taking on uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day. Dominic Mysterio was there. And uh, the crowd, by the way. And I didn't mention this. Uh, hot all night. Hot all night. Because there's one part on uh, the women's match where Oscar was uh, going after Carmella and the crowd was chanting like Oscar's going to kill you, like the old NXT stuff. And then Dominic gets uh, chased out of the uh, ringside area by Edge, but he comes back. And the crowd chants uh, words uh, we can't see in this podcast here. But, uh, you know, blank you, Dominic. Uh, kind of like, uh, like the Roman Reigns thing we got at the SmackDown. And uh, so that went out for a while. Uh, it's weird because the match was only like about 14 minutes long. It felt longer than that. Not like in a bad way, but there's a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Edge and Beth Phoenix had a great time teaming up together. It was a, it was a good match, you know, and, and it's kind of like, you know, like a shame for like Beth Phoenix's career. Cause I always thought like when, you know, she was the Glamazon, it was like, like some of the worst time, uh, for the ladies in wrestling because of this, the type of matches and the fact that nobody was good, you know, you know, she was great, but she had like really nobody to really like take on that can match her. I mean, occasionally, yes, she had some of that, but this, but some of the talent that was there was just, uh, you know, she just overpowered him. And here, uh, just with Rhea, I mean, maybe we get a one-on-one match down the road here. Uh, but uh, Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix to uh, pick up the win. And this uh, very long feud, and I don't know if this is over. Are we going to get a one-on-one match with uh, Finn and uh, Edge at Mania of some kind? Something to end the feud? Because I don't think it's over here. But uh, anyways, congrats to Edge and Beth Phoenix. That was the outcome I got wrong because I uh, I just kind of figured the program was going to end and you know, Rhea Ripley needs the uh, momentum for Mania, if you will. But uh, she wasn't affected by the outcome. Uh, next was the uh, men's uh, elimination chamber match for the U.S. championship, and you had uh, how about this? Uh, Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins starting the match. Uh, you also had Bronson Reedner, Damian Priest, 
Austin Theory and Montez Ford. But uh, Gargano and uh, Seth Rollins are the first time wrestling each other. And, uh, you know, everybody in this match, and same thing with the ladies' match, like everybody was made to look good. And you, you got to like that. You know, you, you, you kind of miss that. I mean, I know it's always tough in the Rumble, uh, you know, because, you know, not everybody can last, you know, 10 minutes in the Rumble. It'd be kind of a bizarre match. But here in this match, because it's not always the case, uh, everybody was made to look good. You know, in both Elimination Chamber matches, uh, I thought were outstanding. And probably the best women's match, I think, for Elimination Chamber that we had, at least I can think of. I thought that one was pretty good. But this one was a lot of fun as well. Again, you had Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins kicking things off. You had a Bronson Reed. Actually, let me take that back. Uh, Austin Theory came in third. Austin Theory was third, and it was this great battle in many different ways. And then you had Damian Priest coming out, Bronson Reed, and then Montez Ford coming out last. But uh, before Ford was out, Bronson Reed, man, was just a beast in this match. And uh, just uh, some of the things he was doing. There was a spot where, and I, mean, I really thought for a second, Jardy Gargano was going to get hurt with uh, Seth Rollins jumping out, hitting him, and and a, kind of like a reverse Herakarana. And I know I'm getting the move wrong, but just a very vicious move on Bronson Reed. And uh, and I thought, you know, Johnny was going to get hurt there, and, and that worked out. But Bronson took about, I don't know, like 80 super kicks uh, and a stomp and everything just to eliminate him, but made him look like a beast. A good showing. Very good showing, and, you know, it is great because, I mean, he's been on Raw um, not a lot but the last few weeks, and, and I think this is a good introduction to him, but people who have been watching Raw see him on Elimination Chamber. So I, I thought it was outstanding the way he was presented. Uh, the dude looks like a beast, and you got to like that. Uh, Johnny Gargano was eliminated next, uh, and then Damian Priest was eliminated by Montez Ford. Damian looked great in that match. And so did Montez Ford. This was like, like we knew Montez had this. Both guys, have, to me, the Street Profits have this. Right now, they they got the big push on Montez Ford. And I thought, you know, I thought like, oh, man, you know, this is the guy I, I picked if, you know, if Austin wasn't retaining, that this would be the guy I would pick. Well, there's a, a vicious curb stop on the outside of the chamber, if you will. And then Montez gets uh, rolled into the ring. Austin Theory pins him. And uh, and then it's uh, Seth and Austin in your final two, and they're going at it, but Montez Ford is laying there. Uh, and I thought, like, oh, my gosh, like, this guy's really hurt. You know, he's not moving much. At least his arms are moving. Um, so, so that like, that was a good sign. Uh, they leave the door open. They get him out. Well, they leave it open for a long enough time to allow Logan Paul to appear and interfere and, uh, and beat up Seth Rollins a bit. Austin Theory finishes him off. Theory wins the match. So obviously we're getting Seth Rollins and Logan Paul at Mania. Austin Theory, still your U.S. champion. And I guess is it John Cena he's going to face? We are going to see Cena on Raw in a couple of weeks. But fun match. Good card so far. Everything's really good. Hot crowd. Hot, hot, hot crowd. And it's main event time. Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. He's got Paul Heyman in this corner. And he's taking on... Sami Zayn. And uh, I, I love all this because, you know, usually a champion doesn't come out first. But, uh, you know, Michael Cole, you know, said the reasons why, you know, Reigns wanted to come out first and everything else. And then Sami comes out and, man, what a pop. What I mean, just the anticipation of this. And I think of, like, CM Punk, John Cena, uh, Money in the Bank over 10 years ago. That's how hot that crowd was. And, and just what was going on here and. I thought, well, maybe, maybe 
maybe Sami Zayn's going to pull this off. You know, I mean, it's he's hot right now. The crowds are hot. The Montreal crowd was hot. And, uh, you know, for five minutes, you know, he just stood there. The crowd just cheered and, uh, you know, he became a hero. And here we are. It's Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, and the bell rings, and they just stand there. And and the crowd, it's all these different chants. And, you know, uh, this, this, the, the, you know, screw you, Roman chants, everything else, uh, just booing Reigns. And just the amount of heat and everything else. And, you know, there's always been the stories of, like, um, you know, when Vince was in charge, yeah, the hometown guys, they get humiliated, they don't win, whatever else. And I was trying to think of situations where, you know, the hometown guy won, and that was CM Punk winning in Chicago. I mean, it just made sense. You know, Now, had he not renewed that contract, and he would have lost in Chicago, and maybe they would have rioted. You know, there was a few signs at Elimination Chamber, let's say, if uh, Reigns wins, we ride. And then there was another one. Didn't make it on camera, but it was posted on social media. So, And I'm paraphrasing, but if if, we, if, if uh, Reigns wins, we'll leave in an orderly fashion. <laughs> uh, very nice Canadian. Uh, wait, so uh, this match had a couple of ref bumps in it. Uh, you had, you know, uh, both Usos uh, showing up in this match. And you had um, you know Jimmy Uso showing up trying to uh, interfere in this match. And then um, Sami Zayn took care of him. And then after that, there was a spear, another spear. You know, all of a sudden, Sami Zayn's got Superman power, and he's uh, kicking out of a, of a spear. And he kicked out of two of them during the match. You know, and then Rain uh, trash-talked him a lot. And then, oh, you know what? Another referee bump. And it was time for Paul Heyman to get a chair. And then uh, Jay Uso showed up and appeared in the ring. And Jay is standing between Sammy and Roman. And we're just thinking here, oh, here we go. You know, this is going to be just like we had at the Rumble and stuff. And then, uh, well, Reigns tosses uh, Jay Uso with the chair. And then uh, Jay's standing there. You think, oh, my God, he's going to hit Roman. Or he's going to hit Sammy, you know. And he's standing there, throws down the chair. And Sammy Zane comes in and spears Jay by accident. Roman gets out of the way. He does that, and then Reigns uh, just uh, smashes uh, the chair over Zayn a number of times, and then hits a third spear, and then a ref magically recovers and pins him. And you could hear a pin drop in that venue. It was so quiet. It was like Undertaker, Brock Lesnar quiet. Probably, you know, uh, somebody mentioned, like, you know, when Bruno San Martino lost the title, it was, like, that quiet, like, in the garden when it happened for the first time. It was just so quiet. After the match, uh, you know, the uh, Reigns and Jimmy Uso uh, attacked Sammy, and the Kevin Owens showed up. He attacked uh, Jimmy, and then uh, he attacked Reigns, and then he gave him stunners to both of them. He even gave Paul Heyman a stunner as well. And uh, that happened, and then uh, Sammy gave a huluva kick on Reigns, and then he looked at Owens. Owens left the ring. No hugs or anything else. Uh, you, know, Zane, you know, they did give the uh, heroes uh, pop at the end of it for Sami Zayn as the event came to an end. And that was it. Uh, storytelling, amazing. Uh, the match, very good. Just, just, just so much drama in that match. Now, you know, nine months ago when Cody Rhodes got hurt, um, you know, the, like the line was like, well, okay, we know he's going to come back. He'll win the Rumble. He, you know, he'll be the guy that beat Reigns. 
But what we didn't know in that meantime was uh, this whole, you know, bloodline thing with Sami Zayn was going to take off the way it has. And it became so engaging. And I, and I can't remember, and maybe it was Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, I think maybe Kofi did this extinct. extinct uh, uh, but, um, but like this, so emotionally charged. And for the crowd to be so high on this and then to come down after the match. And, and I wonder, like, and I know, you know, the plan has been Roman versus Cody. But, like, did they make the right decision here? Because, you know, Sammy's the hot guy right now. You know, it's hard to make stars in wrestling. You, you try. You know, when, when Becky was doing her run, and it's like like they got in their own way. You know, they had the stupid injury thing and, and the throwing Charlotte in the main event. There was other ways they could have done that. So many different ways. And, it's just, you know, it's just like, ah, we're just going to shoehorn Charlotte in here and you know, we'll never get the uh, one-on-one match with uh, Becca, uh, Becky Lynch and uh, and Ronda Rousey. But, uh, oh, man, just, uh, you know, did the right thing happen here? Because that, that, that's what, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll expect to see Sammy on Raw tonight. I guess he'd be on SmackDown. Or maybe he'll show up tonight and, you know, just tell Cody good luck. You know, how is the crowd going to treat Cody? You know, are they going to be upset that, uh, you know, Sammy's not the guy? And, you know, Reigns is going to get the heat. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, if they wanted the heat, they got the heat. And Cody deserves to be in the spot. But this is the timing bad here. You know, what will happen on Raw and, uh, you know, how's the next six weeks going to go? Now, we're assuming at this point that uh, Owens and uh, Sami Zayn will take on the Usos at Mania. That, that's been the story. You know, and, and it makes sense, you know, uh, you know, but trying to figure out this whole, you know, Uso thing and, you know, it's 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 been a great storyline, but right now it's like you know you got peaks and valleys, and emotionally, and it's been a couple of days. I, I take this in, like, what happens next? You know, I mean, because Sammy, you, you want to root for this guy. You know, I mean, I for many years, if you go back to old episodes on this show, I've always said he was never going to win the world championship. Sammy's never going to be a world champion. And at this point, even many years as I said it, I, I kind of wish I was wrong. But, you know, it's – I don't know what happens. You know, it's just one of those things where he doesn't get it now, but can you keep him hot enough when he can win it? But here's the thing. That Montreal thing, we're never going to have that again. What we had in Montreal, you had a guy at, at a peak of his hotness. You had a fired-up crowd. You know, are you going to get that same response, say, in Oklahoma? Or you do the pay-per-view and, uh, you know, they got SummerSlam in Detroit this year. You know, is the crowd going to be in, in fire for that? Or, you know, he does a show in Tampa. Is it going to be the same thing? As even the ratings guy, SmackDown ratings have been up. I mean, this is the guy people have been wanting to see. It's It's been the best storyline in wrestling that I can remember. And I've been watching wrestling since 1986. And this is the most intriguing thing. There's been some great stories many years all the years I've been watching, but this one is to me, it's just been so captivating and so emotionally charged. And you're like, this is how we're going to end it. Is this the big letdown? Even though you had your plans, you know, could we not screw Sammy in some way where, you know, it's a triple threat, but it's still got to be Cody's moment, right? Cody's got to be the guy to beat Reigns. But then, you know, what happens with Sammy and, and Roman after that? I mean, Roman's not going to be Cody at Mania, right? That, that's not going to happen. 
You know, that, that would make Cody uh, into Lex Luger of this era. But the pay-per-view, or uh, the premium live event, uh, worth watching. Uh, just, you know, I guess time will tell if they made the right decision here and uh, how the crowd reacts. And, uh, you know, are they going to hijack Cody Rhodes' uh, segments now? You know, are, you know, they did set us up for this, you know, where, where Cody and, and and Sammy had their discussion and everything. And, and you know, Michael Cole, like, well, Sammy doesn't have a chance. Well, maybe he does. You know, it's just that emotional charge. You know, they know what they're doing the whole time. But, man, uh, you know, time will tell if they made the right decision. Right now, you know, it's, you know, of course, it would have been, you know, like Roman could have won the title back in like three weeks. You know, do you go for the pop, but then you ruin? Yeah, and then the other side is, well, then you got a guy that's got a 900-day reign. Oh, man. You know, just to, you know what they could have done is they could have waited on this. They could have waited to pull the trigger. They, they could have had this bloodline thing going past WrestleMania. And then we're Sammy, you know, and Roman have it out afterwards. But, uh, you know, they had it here because they saw the moment from Montreal and the big emotion and everything else. We'll see how this turns out. Anyways, again, uh, 9 out of 10 for Elimination Chamber. Uh, they lose a point for the ending of that, that Brock-Bobby match. But everything else, enjoyable. Uh, a, a fun, fun show. A fun crowd. What makes it better. And, you know, you always think of these hot crowds. Uh, you know, you got a lot of them in AEW at events uh, and everything. But uh, this was just, I mean, you know, I can't remember the last time we had a set of WWE show. There's been some good crowds as of late. Uh, you know, even saw, you know, I saw SmackDown in Norfolk as a fired up crowd. But for the consistency for this show, the energy, I mean, this day had to be just so drained when this was over. Especially when their guy didn't win. So we'll see how this goes. Thanks for checking us out. That's Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat your Elimination Chamber review of 2023. Uh, you can find us all of our podcast apps, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, iTunes, Google, uh, FM99 and 106.9 uh, uh, websites, FM99.com and 106.9thefox.com under the media tab. Facebook and Twitter, ESPR99. There you go. Thanks for checking us out. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody.